First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Jimmy Fallon is the is the new host on WIBX uh, from noon until 3 p.m. If you check him out, he'll be on later on today. Uh, before you hear him later on today, you'll hear him right now. He's on the line. Jimmy, good morning. Yo, uh, I got to tell you, man, you get a lot of credit, Keeler, for booking me uh, the morning after I do the Greg Gutfeld show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Most people who've seen that show just assume I'm not going to be available till like 11 a.m. the next day at the earliest because <laughs> so it gets rowdy. It does get so. Uh, so so. Are you? You seem like you're okay though. Do you survived it? Well, you did well. This, this is the thing, Keeler. If I showed up to work drunk, nobody would know the difference between that and my normal show. <laughs> so that's the one. That's the one thing I get away with is no one would listen to it any differently. But no, it was, it was a good hang. Steve Hilton was on. You know, he hosts. Um, the Sunday Night Show on Fox News, The Next Revolution. Yeah. And yeah. Rob Long was on, who was a guy who produced Cheers. So mm. he had a lot of, you know, as you'd imagine, between the two of them, they had a lot to say after the show. And, uh, yeah, your Uncle Jimmy might have got home a little bit later than usual, but I'm happy to be here. Let's and the, go. And, and, yeah, the fact that you're up and rolling right now after all of that, I can't even believe it. It's phenomenal. Well, yeah, you, you did miss a term. It's not that I'm up. It's that I'm still up. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> The nice thing about radio is no one can see the black eye or the face tattoo. So let's just the <laughs> well, let's be honest. We know your, uh, you know, your previous uh, and and at times current profession is that of a comedian. And uh, listen, that world you got to know how to you got to know how to stay up and and never go to bed. It seems <laughs> right. It depends. You know what? It's funny. Is like on the way up. It really depends who you're opening for. So my favorite act of all time when I was a kid was Kevin Meany. And I'm sure you remember Kevin yep. from coming up, the big pants. That's not right. I got right. I love Kevin Meany. Yeah. Well, the first time I opened for him in Atlanta, I promise you this, he did not go to bed for 72 hours. Wow. At no point did he go to bed. He was, this is the craziest part about the late, great Kevin Meany. God rest his soul. Because I, I just, I love him. He's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Is um, on the tail end of a bender one night, he stood up at a Waffle House and started doing stand-up on a Waffle House table at 3 in the morning in Atlanta. So I'm in Atlanta, and Meany's banging out his act. I don't care. He doesn't care. You know, that whole yeah, act, yeah. he's doing the dance and everything like that. Yeah. And he's murdering uh, unsuspecting Waffle House patrons, who are actually, to be honest with you, very amused by it. Because if you're a Waffle House at 3 in the morning, yes. you know, usually there's a fist fight, somebody's getting shanked over the check. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're getting a pretty... Uh, a mostly peaceful stand-up routine, as they'd call it on CNN. Uh, they were pretty <laughs> into it. But Meany did, like, his full act. And in my head, knowing I needed to get home at some point, I had the presence of mind to pick up my phone and light him. Like, it was, you know, the comedian light you give to get off stage with five that, minutes to go. That's funny. And Meany, being the consummate pro, he in, in whatever stupor he was in of whatever form of inebriation he had taken himself into... He saw the light and instinctively recognized it and wrapped up his performance and got off stage to his credit. That is unbelievable. My favorite is the comedian that doesn't pay attention to the light because um, you know they know better. But uh, when you are the, as you say, the consummate professional, you know that light means uh, someone is uh, giving you the, yeah. uh, the advice to wrap it up. It's time to go. Yep. There's a room to turn over. There's another seat. You know, there's another right. audience to see. Yep. So the problem is, I feel like it's, it's only six months, but someone needs to light this administration. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might wake up Joe Biden, right? It might be, oh, I got there's a light being shone, shone in my eyes. Let's get so. him off stage. No, yeah. no, I'm ready to get him off stage. Put on the red bulb and just light him and get him out of here. <laughs> Come on, man. I can't see. Yeah.
<laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm uh, blinded. So uh, do you, uh, you know, I feel like every time I have you on, I ask the same stupid question. Do you think this infrastructure thing is going to happen? It's like the question we ask week after week after week. The answer is always the same. I don't think so. When are we going to stop asking the question? Well, when they hit that critical impasse of do or don't, you know, yeah, kind of, yeah. to your defense, carried it along to the point that, you know, they've been talking about infrastructure and printing money to support these policies for so long that we've now gotten, you know, gas, we've now gotten milk, we've now gotten every uh, day-to-day good up by about 25 to 30 percent because of inflation. So I right. think it's actually, this discussion is going to stop where they either pass it or they stop talking about passing it because of the residual effect it's having on the economy. Yeah. Because Jerome Powell, uh, the Fed chair, said last week that it's here to stay. It's not a two-week inflation. It's not a two-month inflation. It's just the end result of, you know, print and spend economics. Yeah. So I don't think it's going away, man. I actually, I actually don't. And, you know, everybody harps on the price of gas and how it affects, you know, people like me who used to drive a cab my whole life and, right, you know, right. long-haul truckers. But no one even talks about the people on my staff who sniff gas. You know, it's like, what about that? <laughs> it's costing them even more. Uh, it's an expensive it habit. Uh, you know, though, what is interesting about the uh, about the, the the economy and the gas prices is the reality is when gas prices were low, it was great for you and I. We all we were like um, we were like happy the gas prices were low, but the reality is it was putting. U.S. Uh, oil companies out of business. It was terrible for the industry, for well, the U.S. industry. I don't. It was. I, I, they they have a bottom line they have to get. But were their oil companies shutting down? They're yes. still trying to build pipelines all across the I'm country. I'm telling you, there were there you Jimmy. There were oil companies, yep. U.S. oil companies, shutting down refineries, shutting yep. down because they couldn't afford to do business. Yes, it was cheaper to store it than produce yeah. it at yeah. one point. Um, yeah. Now, understand how we got to where we got. You know, last year, obviously, I mean, you know this, but last year the demand was low because no one was going anywhere right, in the height right. of the pandemic. But oil had been low across the board during the Trump administration because we became energy independent. Right. You know, killing pipelines and stuff of the like that Biden is doing now is going to make us an importer instead of an exporter of oil again, a net importer, which will, in fact, drive the price back up. You know, that'll be the end, that'll be the end result of this. And the thing is, everyone listening should know this, too. Even at the bottom of gas prices, when, as you said, they were losing money, you know, there are certain things in life you don't want too cheap. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I was once driving a woman in a taxi who offered to take out the fare in trade. She's like, all right, well, you can get in the back with me. The fare wow. was $21. And I'm like, if she's doing this for $21, mm. like that just that makes me think the product, you know, it's like nobody wants laser eye surgery for 50 bucks. Yeah. You walk in and you see the cross-eyed doctor and you're like, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the, that's the concern with prices being too low. You want them right in the middle. There is a, there is a, that's a very good point. There is a sweet spot where everybody gets to make money and it doesn't crush the end user. And that's. That is uh, your sweet spot. I, I was just reading something recently. It was some product out there that was, I don't know, some breakfast. Uh, I forget exactly what the product was. But when they first introduced the product, it was so cheap, no one bought it because they thought it was it had no value. So they raised the price. Like, they raised it by 100%. And all of a sudden, it became one of the great products of the world uh, because uh, yeah, we're that was stupid. The, uh, it was the, the 
the Paris Hilton sex tape. It was. And That's exactly I, I what it was. It. I kid. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, you're on. Uh, what are you starting off with today? Do you have any idea? Uh, we, but... Paris Faulkner is on today. Okay. Oh, nice. Show, and we're going to talk about Biden and Facebook. They're trying to blame Facebook, uh, basically, for their own misinformation. I mean, you guys know no, no, Facebook is not the reason people aren't taking the vaccine. Nobody, right, nobody right. changes their mind. Oh, I know. They read on Facebook. You post something they disagree with on Facebook, they call you a Nazi and unfriend you. There's no <laughs> persuasion on Facebook. Right. Uh, I think he was trying, cool. Biden was trying to try to walk that back a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah. I don't know what that, uh, that really means well, with Biden, to be honest. Well, be clear. He's only, he's only trying to deny our Internet access because they deny his. That's all that is. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want one hour a day, Joe. Print, you know, uh, he's being rationed. Uh, all right, good stuff, Jimmy. <laughs> good we'll be uh, we'll be listening today at noon. Thank you so much for the good time man. this morning. All right, See you, have You're a great back. day, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, up early despite a late night. Typical comedian, that or is as not he typical. Says, the comedians normally wouldn't be up until three o'clock in the afternoon. He's yeah, up early. He is, or as Jimmy says. Oh, as Jimmy says, uh, I never went to bed. I never went to bed.